This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning, America. What's going on? Thank you for being here, Bill Ryder. With you, happy holidays. We are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home in a simple way to get it, Rocket can for a huge chunk of the population. I believe it's 50 million Americans. That Arctic blast has descended. So stay warm. Stay inside. Tom DeCelestino has the frigidly cold weather made its way to the beautiful borough in which you currently sit? Uh, first off, good morning, Bill. Happy morning. Thursday. Uh, yes, I can confirm the frigid okay. temperatures have made its way to uh, New York and New Jersey. What is the current temp in lower Manhattan? As I sit here in studio and look at my computer, it is reading 36 degrees, only oh. getting colder as the day goes on. I mean, that's not terrible. My sister lives in Columbia, Missouri, and apparently today's high will be nine. Oh, yeah, that's a lot colder. Yeah. But I think it's coming your way. I don't really know. You'll know better than I will. A lot of cold things out there, like the Titans' hopes and dreams, even though they're at a mediocre 7-7. Seven and seven. We'll get into that. Nick Costo sometimes is frigidly cold to Andrew Bogish. He loves him. But what, what did he call him? With you there, old man? Uh, old man. He said he was uh, aging gracefully. Okay. I'm going to get a little cold and callous. Accurately so with Bum of the Week. We're going to do it early. We're going to do it today because tomorrow's our last show of the year. So tomorrow's Bum of the Year. So we're going to get one more. You got to win in order to be Bum of the Year. Those are them the rules. So, for example, let me just think of, 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 of an example. Patrick Mahomes can't win Bum of the Year. Tom DeCelestino is able to win Bum of the Year. That's kind of the magic that we're talking about, Tommy. Now, one quick, very quick, minor detail clarification here. Do you actually win Bum of the Year? Is it something you actually want to win? Is win the right word? Look, I can't speak to the bums out there and their desire for for accountability and self-awareness. I can't tell you whether or not the kings of silliness and drama and stupidity and angst bummed them whether they covet the crown in order to never approach it again i don't know i can only render judgment on those who deserve it you know what i'm saying uh, i got you i'll pick it up what you put down you i put it down and on national radio which is not a visual medium you picked it up and i love everything about that let's go diesel on twitter at diesel cbs get on there say hi to him I'm on there at SportsWriter, Sports, R-E-I-T-E-R. Yeah, Knicks fans, I know you've already won an NBA championship. Jalen Brunson's already won three rings. I got it. Wonderful stuff. Um, got a little movie question for for the boys. We got a basket bill coming up in 20 minutes. But first, very briefly, I'm going to give you a legitimate, and we saw proof of this last night, NBA championship contender 
not enough of my colleagues who cover the sport are talking about, and it's worth some of your money. Speaking of money, Nick Costos, I mentioned him, going to be on the program in an hour. Odyssey's Gambling Insider, one of our favorite people on the program. And an apology came down in that super kerfuffle, emotional kerfuffle between an NFL player and some media members that you know Kevin Durant, being Kevin Durant, just thrust himself into the middle of. Uh, speaking of KD thrusting himself into the middle of something, I don't know if you saw this last night. I don't know if you caught it. But the most perplexing team in the NBA, the Brooklyn Nets, absolutely curb-stomped, humiliated, debased a Golden State Warriors team that was already on a brutal, brutal stretch of games. But in this one, not only was Stephen Curry absent, we know he's injured and we recognize this team is awful without Steph. It is amazing. It's one thing I love about the NBA that a guy like Steph going away reveals what garbage a team can be without them. It also reveals the greatness of Steph Curry. I'm not sure we fully appreciate, and I'm a Steph Curry, Homer fan, whatever, how impactful this guy was. Last year, Warriors won an NBA championship because they're Steph. This year, they don't have him for a stretch because he's injured, and they're awful. But yesterday, it was really bad. No Clay Thompson. No Andrew Wiggins. No, a whole bunch of guys. I mean, you're talking every starter was out other than Kevon Looney and Draymond Green. And Draymond Green has been this year some absolute hot garbage. And the Nets team, by the way, didn't have Kyrie Irving. Little, uh, little what, right, right calf tightness, whatever that is. Didn't dress, didn't play. And still Brooklyn utterly and completely dominated this game. And I did bet on Brooklyn, which as you know, Tom, that's not, that's like a tough... I have a rule that I don't bet on Kyrie Irving teams, ever, in any situation. I bet against them, never bet on them. I did bet on on Brooklyn yesterday. They were 12.5-point favorites. In the NBA, you tend to just avoid those sort of lines or take the underdog. But I happily and comfortably bet on Brooklyn because you had a Kevin Durant-led team that was going to bring their every ounce of effort because KD feels all the feelings when it comes to to the Golden State Warriors. He just he just does. In the lead up to this, he told Michael Lee, who's our buddy, we got to have on the show, haven't had him on in a minute from the Washington Post, NBA writer there, told him that last year KD knew that when and if and as the Warriors won the whole thing, everybody was going to make it about KD. Nobody made it about KD. Not about KD. I mean, yes, KD is an ingredient in, in the reality that Steph Curry's incredible because, wow, look what Steph can do without Kevin Durant. But news to Kevin Durant, it isn't always about you, man. It was actually about that Golden State Warriors team. And KD feeling that frustration, feeling that envy, talking about it to a national NBA writer so it would make a whole bunch of news and rounds in the lead-up to the game, was going to go out there and rally the guys and Brooklyn destroy these dudes. So let's just break this into a couple parts. There's two takeaways here. One, the Warriors are a bad basketball team without Steph Curry. That's the reality. They're like the Lakers, but they've got a reason to have a little bit of hope. Because when Steph comes back, the Warriors will transform themselves into one of the best teams in the NBA. And I know, I know, they weren't that when Steph was healthy, but their starting five, when Steph was a part of it, was literally the best in the NBA. And remember, in postseason basketball, because that's what we're trying to calibrate for. That's what we're trying to assess for. Who cares if you win 65 games and you go out in the first round of the playoffs? Who cares if you pull a 76ers? Nobody. The goal is to be great for the entirety of the season, ending with or getting close to a championship. And if Steph's there, 
And in the postseason, remember, rotations shrink, starters play more minutes, fewer guys contribute, depth is not as important, star power in your starting five is, and that is what the Warriors do better than anybody in the NBA when, when, when Steph Curry is healthy. They've hit rock bottom, and certainly Steve Kerr, and he sounded like pretty chill, right? Because I think deep down he knows if they make the playoffs, if they go on a run, they can be excellent. So Kerr, I thought, broke it down in a pretty chill way. Right now we're, um, you know, at that point that um, pretty much everybody goes through uh, during an 82-game season, you know, uh, most teams anyway, where you sort of hit hit rock bottom and, you know, injuries, whatever it is, uh, you know, schedule, uh, fatigue, um, you, and you, you take it on the chin. And so the whole key is how do you respond to that? And I have no doubt our guys will respond. As Bill Parcell said, you, you know, you are what your record says you are. So a bad road trip, and uh, we are 15 and 18. So we're a below 500 team, and we gotta got to find a way to, to reverse that. Brooklyn scored 91 points in the first half of that game. That is the third most first half points in NBA history. And so you could take that. And you could take the really impressive run that the Brooklyn Nets are on, and they have been. And you could take the fact that they're now top 10 in offensive and defensive rating, which I will say again and again and again to my last breath, because it's true, and it's a really important compass for those of you that do sports betting. It is, a, it is an absolute standard. It is a legitimate measuring stick, 100% measuring stick for a championship-level team. You, you don't have it, you're not going to win it. That's almost absolutely true, historically speaking. You can take the fact that Kevin Durant is on his moment, on his day. By the way, he had 23 points, but he did in 29 minutes because he basically got the set the fourth quarter. A top two, three, five player on the face of the earth. You can you can point to the fact that Ben Simmons is putting up like contributing strong contribution minutes when he plays. You can throw in a lot of things. And you can get, if you want, to a Nets conclusion that they can win an NBA championship. I can't get there. I think they're a farce. I think they're an illusion. I think they summon the energy to beat a hobbled, battered, Steph Curry-free Warriors team because that's what they do, and they would have zero chance, no chance, against this team in the postseason if they played them, which they won't because they can't make an NBA Finals to do that because they're in different conferences. Here's what the here's what the Brooklyn Nets are, and it actually makes them so interesting, even if, as D-Cell suggested, I got, a little, I got a little bit of Brooklyn Nets fatigue. I'm just... It's like you have a neighbor, I do, who you can't stand, and they're awful, and they spray water on your kids, and if your wife says hi, they won't even talk to them. It's very specific, isn't it? And they stand out in the streets, they have the craziest things, the earshot of everybody. And for a while, it's sort of amusing, and you know, you, you tell your friends, and you open the window to hear what crazy conspiracy... And then after a couple years, you're like, I just want the person to shut the hell up, I don't want them around me. That's the Brooklyn Nets ring. I'm so over it. They're, what they are, what Brooklyn is, is a Rorschach test. They are. They hold themselves up, and people see what they think is there, not what is there. Because you can hold up the Brooklyn Nets, and you'd be like, oh, my God, NBA championship contending team, or, oh, my gosh, this poor put-upon squad that just doesn't get a fair shake from the media, poor Kevin Durant and Ben Simmons or, or, or Kyrie, or, or, oh, my God, those are three of the biggest bums in the face of the earth. Why doesn't Ryder, that one guy over on CBS Sports Radio, rename his segment the Brooklyn Nets bum of the week? I'm, why isn't it sponsored by those idiots? Or, in my case, a very talented team that's a team only in the technical sense that will come apart at the seams, that, and I know last night they played a Warriors team that, that me and D-Cell and Bogus, just three on five, 
we wouldn't have won, but I think we would have covered, right? I think we could have, we could have covered. They still beat them without Kyrie Irving. I'm just going to keep saying this because I've, I've spent so much time going through the schedules. From the moment Kyrie Irving, many, many years ago in Cleveland, looked at his team, team he won a championship with, team he made a finals with after that, and said, I want to be out of here because all my, I don't like the, the shining light of, of, of LeBron James. It's not cool that people celebrate him more than me. And he went to Boston at every stop. Every incarnation, the the Boston Celtics team he was a part of, the Brooklyn Nets team before Durant, the Brooklyn Nets team with Durant. At every step, those teams have been better when Kyrie Irving, literally, statistically, record-wise, when Kyrie Irving has been on the bench versus when he has played. That kind of a star who is great individually but literally makes you worse as a team over a sample size that is now 84 games over the last four years. That's a season of sample size. I'm not doing this all four games. Like, oh, look. It's not an anomaly. It's not, what did Twain say? It's not lies, damn lies, and statistics. It's Kyrie, Kyrie, and Kyrie. I can't believe in that team. I don't buy that team. And that's before we even get into the emotionally broken, broken, psychologically, and I'm sorry to say, I'm not celebrating it weak, will crumble, forget pressure, under anything that maybe is three weeks removed from pressure, reality of, of Ben Simmons. You really think Ben Simmons in a critical game is going to play well? He won't play. Kyrie's going to be in there doing what he does to destroy the chemistry. Ben Simmons is going to be having, and I'm not making fun of this, I know this is a real concern for people, but actual panic attacks. And Kevin Durant's going to be scanning NFL news for how some NFL player got insulted so we can attack the media over that while on his burner accounts. Don't buy some 30-point win over a broken and injury-plagued Warriors team in December. The Warriors are the championship contender that played last night. When's death back? The Nets aren't. And one game doesn't change that because Kevin Durant decided to make an example of his hobbled former team. All right, 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. Twitter sports writer, sports R-E-I-T-E-R. We got a basket bill, which is pretty exciting. Do you want to do a basket, Tom? I feel like I, le- I left you out. I do feel a little left out, I'm not going to lie, but I don't think basket, Tom, really works. I don't have the imaging for, for, for that. Um, here's what I'm going to do. We'll do a what to sell tomorrow. We'll do a basket bill. Also, Jay Moore, this is a name drop. Do you have that stupid name drop? I know it's hard to grab these things quickly. You can just, like, throw it in over me. Jay Moore is the actor and the comedian who fired Jerry Maguire in Jerry Maguire. You get that reference, right, Disa? You've seen Jerry Maguire. I've seen Jerry Maguire multiple times. So Jay used to be a radio host at a place that I worked, and I was Jay's fill and we became friends. I liked Jay a lot. And I kind of knew this was coming, and I wasn't allowed to talk about it, but you never really know. There was a rumor I heard a while ago that he and Jeannie Buss were engaged. And I can't even keep track, because, I mean, when they were dating so, so once, it was like a secret. I wasn't allowed to tell anybody. All right, cool. I don't care. I'm driving home yesterday. Listen to, listen to, what was I? I think I was listening to Sirius XM. Channel 158 is this particular uh, product. But I was listening to a little, you know, a little uh, Top 40. Listening to Vegas by, was it Dojo Cat who sings it? Whatever. I don't know. And the, the guy comes on, oh, that was Vegas by some artist that you will forget. Congratulations, Jay Moore is engaged to Jeannie Buss. So that's happening. The guy that fired Jerry Maguire is going to be a co-owner, or at least married to the owner of the Lakers. America's a magical place. Love you, Jay. Congratulations. Congratulations to Jeannie Buss. 
Uh, so that's my name drop. That's what I got. Let's do this. Let's do a little basketball. Let's go into some, some movie madness. And, and Andrew Boger sent me a note this morning and, and said, I am going to shock the world with the radio magic I'm going to unfurl. So let's see what that is next here on CBS Sports Radio. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. I feel like a bad dad, Now That's not normally true. Love my kids. Love Henry. Love Madeline. Work really hard at being you know, a good dad. But I was talking to my buddy Reed Forgrave. So, Reed, I know you listen to the show twice a year. The odds of children are listening are 0%. But if they are, guys, Owen Lincoln, turn it off. I'm going to spoil your Christmas. Reed told me the big presents he got his kids, D-Cell. Are you ready for this? Yes, that's the, that's the question I ask all parents now. What's the big one? Yeah. Here is, I know you'll understand this. And Bogus certainly will. You think you'll you get can't the, do this? You can't do this? I can't do what? You can't, you can't, you can't say this out loud. I'm going to. It's happening. Here's what we got. got this is one kids. of the worst things you've done. Why can't I say it out loud? Nobody's listening. You don't know that. You don't know that for a fact. I mean, Diesel just yesterday ran into somebody on the train randomly in this area that listens to the show. And the show is not on in easy ways in this area. So imagine places where it's on very easy to get to. No one's going to walk up to a four-grave kid at school on a second-to-last day of school and be like, I was listening to Rider Than You, and here's what you're getting. Another thing that you can't know for sure. I just got permission. I just got permission from Dad. Well, judgy, judgy he's over in, here, He's bogus. in your studio right now? Well, he's on my text, text messages. Oh, fine. He got his kid Taylor Swift tickets. Wow. That's what I'm saying. I thought that was impossible. Me? Did he get Tyler Swift tickets? 
<laughs> yeah, probably. No one read. They're for June, so he's given a gift that he's going to cash in on in June when 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 she, when she comes to Minneapolis. Diesel, do you get this reference? Do you know why this is a big deal? Uh, yes, like Ticketmaster basically shut yeah. down uh, trying to give away these uh, Taylor Swift tickets. Not give away, but people trying to purchase them had a very difficult time doing so. And the thing is, the obnoxious reality of that for most people makes the gift even more impressive. I feel pretty diminished as a dad. Yeah, there's a lot of effort. A lot of effort in that gift. Apparently he was online with Ticketmaster for nine hours pushing refresh. Wow. I mean, the only good thing for me is that my kids don't want to yet see Taylor Swift. So this one doesn't have any effect on me. But I understand this is a pretty, pretty big dad pull by Reed here. It's a really good... It's a really good pull. I mean, I got my kids some what I thought was some cool stuff, and I can't say because they do listen to the show. But, man, hey, Henry, Manny, I love you. You ain't getting Taylor Swift tickets. My daddy <laughs> didn't even try. One of you is. <laughs> oh, that'd be, wouldn't that be terrible? <laughs> it's me, oh you, and one of your kids. Oh Diesel and the other God. kids stay at home. I would go to a Taylor Swift concert in a heartbeat. Absolutely. She's extremely talented. Um... Something else kind of awkward happened. I haven't figured out how to break this to Lori yet. Um, I love Lori, my wife. But I was listening to Smartless. You guys listen to this podcast? Yes, my favorite. It's incredible. Me too. I didn't realize that, that Charlize Theron, I probably should need to learn to say her name based on where I'm going with this, Yeah. that she is single. She has told people she's just looking for a guy to ask her out, and she's obsessed with tennis. And she lives in L.A. Yeah. I, I'm just saying... Sometimes the universe speaks to you. Now, are you going to break this to Lori before you actually ask her out, or are you going to wait to see what the response is and see how it actually goes first? It's hard because, and I'm not judging anybody's approach. Everybody's got their own. We have some friends who we later thought maybe were actually swingers. Everybody's got their own thing. I'm a big believer in what's the word I'm looking for. Faithfulness just feels like an important part of the marriage contract. So I got to work through some stuff, Diesel. I haven't figured out, you know. I mean, so your, your only option here is to get divorced and then make your move mm. on Charlize, oh, so yeah. therefore it's That's not... That's a huge commitment. Right. But Charlize is co-parenting with her mom, I heard on the part, podcast. Yes. So, is this kind of creepy yet? I'm kidding, by the way. But if you're a single dude in L.A. and you play tennis... No, 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 no. If you're a single guy in L.A., learn tennis. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. And then find yourself near <laughs> Charlize Theron to ask her out. Did you listen to this? Did you listen to this one? It was I did. I have. I've heard. I have heard that one, and I was also Jeez. intrigued by that yeah. angle. And it's just, I I get it, but it's just always kind of startling to me when beautiful, attractive, successful women go. Nobody wants to ask me out because I. The assumption would be everyone everywhere is asking you out. So, I can only speak to this once because you guys can see what I look like. So this is a hard story to believe. But when I was in high school. And I worked at the Walmart in Dubuque, Iowa. There was a girl. I was a junior in high school. Or senior? Senior. And she was two years older than me, and she was beautiful. And I I was like, you know, I'm just going to ask her out. Like, she's going to say no, but I probably should be, like, practicing asking out really attractive women. It's like baseball, right? And when I go to college, I should just get used to swinging and missing. And she said yes, and we dated for a while. And it turned out because no one ever asked her out. Because apparently people were intimidated by her. Because guys are stupid. Guys are stupid. So she to date some schlub like me. Thank you, America. So <laughs> I guess on a broader scale, that must be what is going on with Charlize. Is that her name? How do I say her name? I think that Charlize, I think, is the way to go. The last name still is all over the place for me. 
because I can bring it tennis-wise. If that's like, you know, if that's a connection point. So would the play be like you figure out where she plays with her mom, you get the court next to her, like, oh, my ball rolled on their court. You go over and like, hey, I'm Bill, recently divorced. How are you doing? (laughs) Not recently divorced. (laughs) I think it's more like I've got some buddies who played a high level who who were older, including a few that are in their 70s. I play with them at the court next door, and we say, oh, do you guys want to play doubles? What if you get your dad to divorce your mom, too, Focus. and you guys go Stop that way? Stop using the D word. <laughs> There's two D words that, that, that turn into a bad guy, divorce and D-cell. Both of them just send you on a dark path. <laughs> There's no D in Chris Paul. Where is this going? Come on. Anyway, I don't know where I went down that little that little, that little. I was going to do a basket bill, and I just not going to do it anymore. D Cell loves when I audible. Love. Do you have that name drop? Can we? Can we name? Can I tell Bogus this? Uh, stand by for the name drop. Got it. You want to just do it on your own? You want to like name drop? Name drop. I've been holding this secret forever, or at least the dating secret. I think that was out. Jay Moore got engaged to Jeannie Bus. Yeah, I saw that yesterday, and that's back to back. Really fascinating boyfriends for Jeannie Buss from Phil Jackson and Jay yeah. Moore. Those are unique guys, successful guys. Yeah. They're kind of odd guys. Like it, it, that's, I'm I'm intrigued by this. I don't know if she want to have a conversation with me about her about her choice and her likes and men, but these are two interesting examples to me of what she goes for. Do we think that Phil Jackson is super funny? Because I can tell you, not just in terms of on on camera. Jay is a hilarious guy. Do we think that's a common is, – is Phil Jackson funny, do we think? I'd say that Phil's funnier than you'd expect, but he can't be Jay more funny because Jay's professionally funny. Yeah. I mean, Jay might be the funniest person I've ever met in my entire life. After Other D-Cell. than you, D-Cell. There oh. Is. Oh. I'm glad you fixed that. I was, uh, we was, both did. Yeah. We got there at the exact same time. Best friends. Tommy. Best friends. Um, I have a question for you guys. It's gonna sound it's gonna sound dumb. I'm taking my parents and both my kids to Avatar today. I'm actually pulling my kids out of school for this because hashtag Dad of the Year because I could not get tickets otherwise. It's three hours and twelve minutes long. Yeah. Can I expect an intermission? Am I going to, like, at the hour and a half mark, is there going to be a 20-minute? Do they still do that, do we think? Is this 1954? Is there a newsreel before this starts? Of course there's no intermission oh, in the movie on, theater. man. Really? Yeah, you sit down, get comfortable. 320, that's why those seats are so fancy now. Get your soda pop, get your popcorn, and away you go. We did get the luxury suite. I don't understand. So, what so does that extra... mean? So, so... Everything in L.A. is expensive, so they got a theater, right? And those stupid tickets, they're so expensive. They cost 15 or $16 a ticket for a regular seat. But then above that, in the, like, it's the same theater, but the floor above, there are 15 quote-unquote luxury seats for an extra $5 each, but it comes with free popcorn, so I feel like it pays for itself. Okay. And they're huge. I've seen people sleeping on them. They're like giant first-class airplane seats we all walk past when we fly. They and you have your own waiter and waitress. You just push the button. So upstairs they sell cocktails. I'm not driving, so you guys can figure out what that's going to be like today. Um, they have dinner. They have food. Okay. So it's kind of a restaurant meets theater kind of vibe. Okay. And I've heard of that. I just never called heard them called luxury suites. So I, was, I thought you like actually had your own little box in the theater. Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe it's called by. luxury seat. No, it is called luxury suites. It's just misleading. Okay. It should be seats, shouldn't it? Either way, you're going to be hammered and asleep oh, yeah. within three hours. I have a little. 
I did get around four hours or three hours sleep last night. And I love being on CBS Sports HQ the night before the radio. I love it. Like, it's my – do you say how much do I love it? Uh, I don't even know if I can quantify it. You love it so much. <laughs> I do. I'm a big – how much more pleasant am I with you in the morning when I when I get to come off the, the glow of, of HQ work at, 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 at 2 a.m. your time? Uh, oh, it's like night and day. You love it so much. You're in such a great mood afterwards. I feel bad because I think it might – I don't want to speak for you, but it's a little annoying how much – like Care Bear Joy, I'm shooting for my whole bean. Yeah, it's hard for me to match that level yeah. that you're at after after those nights. So that said, I am pretty tired. So bogus. I think there's a good that. But here's the thing: I'm just going to overshare. If one is to have many cups of coffee to function in the morning, and then you're like, oh, I guess it's one o'clock, and I'm watching Way of Water. I, I probably should have three Manhattan's neat or uh, and have them up. I need to use the bathroom. Like. You can't expect people to sit there for three and a half hours, can you? I mean, they do. All right. They do. Because I don't know when to time the exit. If you got to get more popcorn for the kids, which will happen, or you got to use the restroom, which will happen, and then Henry will have to go four times. Love you, buddy. But it's true. It's okay. How do you time that? No matter what time you pick, it's going to be a, a, a bad point in the movie. There is no good time to get up. You know what? There's almost everything on the internet. Somebody might have already logged this and tells you where the pockets of downtime in the movie are that you can sneak out for a drink or a, a pee-pee. Do we... Okay. Love my wife. Not going to marry Charlie's Throne. Don't think it's possible. But if I see Charlie's Throne in the movie today, what is the universe telling me? If I, like, go to get popcorn and she's standing there, what's the move? Just, like, do you want to be best friends? First of all, if you have any obvious tennis gear, like a Roger Federer shirt, uh, something that breaks the ice, I'd wear that to the theater just in case today. Wear your sweatbands to the movie. No, that's too much, Deesa. I can put my pocket, though. Should I bring my racket? You shouldn't bring your racket. I I, okay. I really do think there's like even just like a Lacoste polo, which is Tennessee. That's not enough. That's not enough. No, you don't. No, come on, headbands. Yes. He wants to, he's trying to woo one of the most beautiful, successful, no, intelligent women on the guys, planet. She loves guys, tennis. Happily married. I'm trying to make a new best friend. Either way, he's trying to get the attention yeah. of a top ten woman on earth. She's not down for dudes wearing headbands and wristbands at Avatar oh, 2. Then I'm out. <laughs> Let's be honest. Let's be. Is there any way to hide my body and what I look like in this situation? Bring your racket. I forget. <laughs> Bring my racket. All right. All right. Uh, Disa, how, what happened? Where did basketball go? I don't know. I must have missed it. <laughs> did we mention that Jenna Lane apologized? Blah, blah, blah. Diesel's so frustrated. Right I must now. have missed that too. Yeah, she she apologized. Cool, good apology. I I, I don't even, I don't even. Aren't you guys kind of over the? Here's my quick thing. If you missed this, Andrew, you can you can be the the the, the vote decider. Is that, is that the term tiebreaker? Thank Ooh, you. I just renamed it vote decider. I'll take either one. You can be the vote decider. Uh, Gio Bernard got into a emotional. Kerfuffle with some reporters the other day. This reporter released basically a handheld video of it. I mean, I thought it made everybody look bad and was unnecessary. I don't think we need to play the Gio Bernard sound again. But D Cell is really invested in, in playing it again. What do you? And it's okay. You can over. You can definitely outvote me. What do we think? Uh, 
This is tough because I vowed to be on D-Cell's side for the rest of the calendar year. Which is only a few days, by the way. Be on the side of the audience. But, yeah, I I don't think you need to play the Gio Bernard audio again. But it was a close call. Really close. As close (laughs) as it comes. It didn't feel close at all. It was, was... I mean, two to one. It can't be any closer. (laughs) Here's my thing on, 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 uh, on that interaction. It's obnoxious. It makes people look bad. It is not abnormal. And I love my family, and I, I consider myself, despite the fact I'm publicly um, position myself to, 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 to you know hang out with Charlie's throne, love my wife, love my kids, try to be a good husband father, but I fight with my family, right? We all have moments with our families. We all have moments at work, most of us with D-Cell, where things get a little tense because that's just life, and you wouldn't take a video of it and put it on the Internet. And, and so for me, not much to do about nothing, but the interaction just showed the reporters to a couple of reporters acting in a way they shouldn't have, and Geo probably probably trying to sneak out. Though I don't know all the details of when he made himself available and, and did. I just not a big deal is not the right term. I think what she should have apologized for was releasing the video. Like the sort of understanding is you're going to have these interactions and you don't publicize them unless it's really ugly. I mean, I, I guess I told the Chris Paul story because it was so egregious, but. I, Athletes get mad at you, and you don't go out there every time and be like, this guy's the weirdest of video. So I, I'm not sure how much there was to apologize for. I wish everyone had just said, we need to be better at our jobs, Gio, Bernard, and these reporters under 10 situations. That's my take. You good, Diesel? Yeah, I'm good. You look like you got something to say, but I'm good. I do not. Get in there. Do you want a clue get? Because when Klug was the producer, all he would do is criticize reporters constantly for being idiots. And we'd have to, I'd be like, Adam, it's not easy. No, I think both both parties were in the wrong. The, the media and Gio. Um, there was a, a Bucks PR guy standing right behind Gio. It's unclear if he's telling Gio, like, hey, try and get out of here now because they're coming to talk to you. Or, like, hey, you should probably stick around for this. Um, I, I think everybody looked bad in that video. And I think everybody had something to apologize for. And I thought General Lane's apology was pretty over the top. It's not fair. Would you like to share your perspective? I think she took it too far. I think she went above and beyond what she needed to apologize for. I mean, it it really feels like she's beating herself up about this. To your point, these things happen. They are, I don't know if common is the right word, but they're, they're not, you know, few and far between. These things do happen when you're a beat reporter like she is in that locker room every single day. It happens. I mean, I have never, I'm I'm trying to think, I've never raised my voice disrespectfully ever to anybody in, in the locker room. And I've had, I'll just say his name. I like him. Tim Donovan's incredible at his job, but the guy that is the is the Miami Heat's um, head of public relations, I mean, that guy was pretty vocally loud with me several times, and rightfully so. He was trying to do his job. LeBron James wasn't always – actually, LeBron was a pro, but the people around LeBron in that locker room weren't always nice to me. I mean, there was – I've had people yell at me, scream at me, whatever, and I've never raised my voice or been rude. I've said pretty intense things in a very calm voice, but I was around other reporters who, who had a different approach to conflict. So I just – I just don't think I it should it shouldn't been made public. And Kevin Durant, he making this some example of why reporters suck is as unfair as catching a a guy on a bad day in a locker room and being like this is why athletes are total pieces of crap. Actually most people I think are for the most part doing the best they can and you shouldn't judge most of us by our worst day in my opinion. Other than D-Cell. You'd get judged by your worst moment. 
It's hard to pin. Hard to pinpoint what my no, worst you moment have all is. Good moments. Yeah. Your next worst moment will be your first. Thank you, you for clarifying. You're welcome. That was the right thing. I'm sorry. I, can I do a a really mealy mouth, long winded, like seven part Twitter apology to you, Diesel? Because you've never had a bad moment, and I'm sorry that I said that. That's over the top. No need to do that. You are amazing. I love you. That's also over the top. No need Does to that do that. Work? Does that work? All right. Um, Bogus, before we go, do you need to get my address for Christmas presents or anything? Anything good? It should have already gotten to you by now. Oh, I, don't, I didn't get it, man. Oh. All right. I'll check yeah. on my people. All right. All right. Um, what do you want to do next? Uh, they're, they're, I know I'll let you down. I know you want to do a basket bill. I'll let you down. Oh, we could either do a make good on that basket bill or we could talk about how the uh, Tennessee Titans are in NFL purgatory. We're going to do a, a, a Tom DeCelestino choose your own adventure. He'll let us know which page we're turning to. It could be a Titans take, could be on an NBA team. I don't know. Only Cell knows. He's the decider. He's in charge here, and we'll find out where he's going after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from my best friend, Andrew Bogish. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Gloria sent me a photo of uh, Charlie Theron winking at me. Take that as you will, D-Cell. I just found out that I asked D-Cell in the, uh, in the break what kind of a drunk you are. And you said, I never drank to excess. You didn't say that part. But when you do, you're a happy, I love everybody kind of drink. Very guy? happy drunk. I'm the kind of guy you want to hang out with. Or maybe not. Maybe I get too I annoying. I don't call you enough. We don't talk enough, man. Why don't you call me anymore? Love I miss you, hanging man. out with you. This is awesome. Well, let me give you some great news to just bring out the good vibes. This is true. And it's, it's this season. It's for the first time. You can hear every Westwood One NFL broadcast stream live for free. Mondays, Thursdays, Sunday nights, holiday triple headers, which obviously applies uh, soon. Every postseason game, catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One Station streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. It's all sponsored by AutoZone. Free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes AutoZone America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone, AutoZone. So you asked me in the break, uh, real serious, uh, this is me doing you, are we, uh, we're going to talk uh, 
Uh, Titans, are we going to do basketball? And I told you, ah, don't tell me. It's your decision. And you look, the word I'm thinking of is nonplus. You don't want to be the decider. Uh, yeah, that, that new term you came up with last segment, the uh, the decider, not the tiebreaker, the vote decider. The vote decider. You are the vote decider. So which one are we doing? Uh, let's, let's find out if the Tennessee Titans are an NFL purgatory. So, all right. I should have thought of this before, and if you've, if you've missed this, um, Ryan Tannehill is likely out for the season. I've seen some, not conflicting, some shifting reports. Early on, I saw it was for the season, and, and the latest in the local media, and I think ESPN and CBS Sports have caught up to this, is they expect him to be out. They expect him not to play for the rest of the year. That is the expectation. They are 7-7. Seven and seven. I think that, that Mike Vrabel's performance as a head coach has been pretty remarkable, D-Cell, even though they are not setting the world on fire because Tannehill, to me, has taken a step back. He was the guy, for my money, that was just good enough to allow the other parts of your team, your run game, which isn't quite as dominant as it was, and your defense, which I still think is mostly phenomenal, and just the culture and coaching. These guys will run through a wall for, for their coach. I think the way that you've seen with the Lions – I'm just not sure that we appreciate it the same way because we're used to them winning. And maybe there's a sense their window is closed. They made an AFC championship a few years ago. With Tannehill out, it is almost certainly the end of any competitive reality for, for these guys. I know they're atop a bad AFC South right now with that, with that record. Remember, they fired what's the guy's name, John Robinson, the GM, in season several weeks ago. And it struck me, Tom, and I should have thought of this when, when, when they got rid of their, their GM in season, I, I would venture to guess that a big part of the reason he's gone, and I know A.J. Brown is a huge deal, trained the Eagles, going to stub the Eagles. That's a huge miss. But a third-round pick is not nothing. And they drafted a quarterback who clearly was going to need to be able to eventually transition to that role when Tannehill wasn't there. Malik Willis has been about as, about as, as bad, about as putrid a quarterback as you can be. He, I mean, he, this guy is a guy that completes around 50% of his passes in a lot of the games, few games he gets in. They try really hard, you said this earlier in the day to me, to hide him when he's out there. He's almost certainly going to be the quarterback. He is taking first-team snaps right now. They're going to sign some rando off the street. But the real problem for this team is that their GM hired the right coach and then did not give him the tools and the pieces around him that he needs. In a lot of ways, it almost reminds you of, of, of Aaron Rodgers over the years. Maybe not being given quite the pieces he needs in a way that I think, I know Vrabel's a different deal. He's obviously a coach and former player, but a coach, not a player now, never a quarterback. I think the story of the Vikings and, and Tannehill is that this moment gets us to where the Titans knew they were going to be eight months from now, next season, ten months from now. They are a very well-constructed team without a quarterback, and without a quarterback in the NFL, you are nothing. You're a zero. You're not going to do anything of interest or note. Maybe, and I think it's a maybe, the Titans can find a way to grind out some wins, win that bad division, make the playoffs, and then it's over. Because Malik Willis is not up to the task. There's a real chance he never will be. Now it's early, but man, he looks really bad. But we're getting, I think, a window over the next few weeks into what the Titans look like long term because they haven't solved their quarterback problem. You can go out in free agency. You can try to find a guy. You, you know, maybe it's maybe it cha- trade for Jimmy G, and you hope that he's healthy. I, there, but there aren't a lot of good solutions. And, and to me, the story decel of Tannehill going down on top of the immediate problem is there is no solution. If Malik Willis was maybe good enough, not ready this year, but maybe good enough, that'd be one thing. But everything we've seen, and I think everything we're going to see going forward 
is they have no solution. Forget this year to the years ahead. And as you pointed out, I know it's a bad division. They sit atop that AFC South with a 7-7 and record. But I think maybe even tonight we're going to get a little peek into that division's not going to be bad forever. Trevor Lawrence is coming, man. Those Jaguars are much improved. Like, this is the last season you're going to be able to be 500 and win that division. Yeah, Jags-Jets is actually a pretty good, not great game. In, in like, the weirdest way. Is it? A, I think it's a good game, actually. Yeah, but it feels like you have to convince yourself that it is. You got Zach Wilson going for the Jets. Mike White still not cleared because of that rib injury. And we're going to get a chance to look at Trevor Lawrence in a standalone game. He's been playing much better. He had he definitely had a lull in the middle of the season there. He's been playing a hell of a lot better. I mean, this is, forget his first season. Like, last year, I think the conventional wisdom is was a wash. So this was the start over because he was, you know, under Urban Meyer dysfunction. But last year, actually, I think put him back a year and a half. So he's, I mean, he's just getting back to what should have been his rookie year in terms of confidence and adaptability and all the things you need, even if you're as talented as he is. Remember, and this is just me again, pat myself on the back because it feels also wonderful. Um, I told, I knew, I there was never a lock with Urban Meyer as the head coach, and Doug Peterson is solid, I think, and certainly. Impressive with young quarterbacks. What he did with Carson Wentz and his staff did with Wentz when Wentz was the guy that back when the Eagles were were helmed by by by, by Peterson, when Wentz was the young quarterback. I I'm with you on the Jags coming, man. That they, they are absolutely on the way. And by the way, they're the only team that have outscored opponents in the AFC South this year. I mean, it, you are what your record says you are, but beyond the record, there's a lot to suggest your record could get better, could improve. Was that fun? It was D Cells choose his own adventure. I enjoyed that. Yeah, we can do that every Thursday. You just pick us. You know, there are nine options. I wonder if you'll choose NFL. Be an interesting uh, quandary. Uh, Nick Costos joined us a day earlier than normal to talk some gambling next here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.